This is episode seven of the Matt Thielen podcast, and here's my guest, Jake Haas. Yo, what's going on, Jake? Yo, what's going up? Oh, man, I just uh, stayed at BLT. I'm feeling good. Nice, nice. Hopefully ready for this uh, this amazing podcast we got going here. I'm actually excited. This is the first one that I've ever done where like it wasn't just a friend that I already knew. Obviously, you're the brother of Zeke, who was on in episode three, I believe it was. But uh, yeah, I know I'm excited to talk about some interesting stuff on this one for sure. Yeah, I'm excited. To, uh, it's my first podcast too, you know. I'm excited to get my thoughts out there. Definitely, definitely. Um, let's start right away. So I have to ask you this right away. What's it like to be living every kid's dream as a like a pro gamer? Because that's what you do, correct? Yep. Um, it's pretty sweet, man. Like, wake up. I uh, don't have to, like, you know, get up, go, like, work, like, a hard job, like, a hard laboring job and stuff like that. But yeah, I guess it's, like, kind of the entertainment industry, too. So. Um, uh, it's nice because you see like or you meet like kids and stuff like that too that like look up to you like you know when you're a kid and you like look up to phase or something like that it's kind of like that even though I'm not that big yet but um, it kind of brings me back to the old days when I was like wow I want to be like that one day and you know here I am so it feels great for sure I, I believe it Um, can you tell us a little bit kind of to start here like how did you become I guess, a pro gamer. When when did you first realize it was possible for you? And kind of what was your path like to get to where you are now? Yeah, so I've kind of always been like a big gamer as a kid. I don't know how much you've been, how much gaming you've been doing. Are you a big gamer or what? Um, I, I mean, lately, I honestly haven't turned on my PlayStation in like two and a half months, but I definitely have done my fair share of uh, video <laughs> games, like sports video games, Fortnite, like... Oh, as a kid, I'd say I played a, a normal amount of video games for, for a kid. Yeah. So I think for me, it started on like Call of Duty. I was always like, I've always been kind of good at games. So when I played COD, I would try to play like competitive modes and stuff like that, like just on like random websites. And then my brother actually introduced me into CSGO, if you know what that is. Uh, yeah, I've heard of it for sure. Yeah. So I started playing that. I got pretty good. I wanted to go pro in that, but I. Uh, Definitely was still not good enough. And then I just kind of like got bored of the game. And so the game I play Valorant right now is what I'm pro in. And it was like, I think it came out April 2020. So right when like COVID hit. So yeah, I honestly didn't know what I was going to do with my life. I was just kind of like going to go to college and play baseball or something. And probably just ride the bench for a couple of years. But um, right when COVID hit, the game came out so i was like all right let's play this game and then i was just kind of a natural at it and i just kept uh playing a lot and then i joined this team which um like a team that's not paid is just like a free agent team so you're just in a tournament with, like kind of like a your teammates like your friends and stuff and you're just trying to like win tournaments and then after about like six months of playing with them i got my first contract and then kind of where it all started Hey, that's that's awesome. Uh, I played. I mean, I definitely go in binges. Like, I won't play for a month or two um, in whatever game it is, and then I'll go on like a stretch of like. I feel like I kind of have like a personality like that where anything I do, I'll get like a, a like. A, I think they say it's addictive personality. Like, I don't know. I don't like saying that, but um, I would, I'll just like grind on something for no matter what it is for like you know a week or two or whatever, trying to get really good at it, and then it kind of wears off, and I have like a down time and then I'll find something new. But 
I just am trash at video games. I'm pretty sure my uh, the first Call of Duty I ever played, because I didn't have a PlayStation until I was like, I had a PS2 that was my older brother's, that, but there was no like online or anything. Yeah. So I first started, I think it was like my freshman year of high school or something like that. So I, like something like that. I was older and um, it was Call of Duty Black Ops 3, which I'm pretty sure is not a very well liked one overall. Am I right? Yeah, that one's like kind of, yeah, I think like the older ones were more liked, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, so I started playing that with one of my one of my good buddies who I'm still friends with today, and we would play that all the time. And I'm pretty sure my KD on that was like point three, and I'm not oh, even kidding. No. Like, I'm, I'm so bad, dude. <laughs> um, going back to kind of the origin of your gaming, I guess pro gaming in particular. Did uh, many people like believe in you? Was it challenging because of that? You know, what I mean, like you obviously didn't take the prototypical path of going to college getting a job sort of thing and you're only 20 right now so kind of describe that as well yeah i think um yes i was like 18 when i first went pro um i mean i didn't really like tell anyone like my parents knew and like my brother knew and then like i don't know um like whenever i tell my friends like i'm a pro gamer or like i'm trying to like they'd be like oh that's sick dude but they're but they're probably just like okay, I don't know what that means really you know like <laughs> yeah uh, but I mean it's pretty cool like I definitely have very supportive parents and stuff like that and Zeke's like probably flexing me to all you guys like yeah my brother's a pro gamer so yeah <laughs> well he told me that he's like you got to have him on dude now right away I thought he just you know wanted me to have like his brother on and I was like okay like well first off I was like this is podcast isn't that hard to get on I was like okay whatever <laughs> but then when, but then when you added that part I was like damn like I actually want to talk to this guy now this, this yeah. will be interesting oh um, yeah yeah that's usually how it is man people don't find you interesting then they hear you're a pro gamer like wow yeah for sure it's something that's I sick. wanted to learn about this guy's sick <laughs> Uh, what's been your proudest achievement and also kind of your biggest screw up since you've been gaming professionally? Um, mine's probably like most recently and it's kind of both honestly because so there's like these big tournaments which are like qualifiers to um, for another qualifier that you got to go to like I think the next tournament's in like Copenhagen which I think it's in like Denmark or something. So it's like an international event. So we were one game off of making the qualifier and we lost, which this is like the third time that's happened to me from making that qualifier. But that is kind of my best and worst achievement. So it's called like the VCT tournaments. So I don't know. I know. If, yeah. Go ahead. Um, I don't know if like, yeah, I don't really have any like big, like super big achievements because I still have a lot to go, I think. What's the name of the game you play? Again, I know you mentioned earlier, it starts with a V. Yeah, Valorant, like V-A-L-O-R-A-N-T. Yeah, okay. Is that, can you describe that game as well? Yeah, so I, I'm, I'll describe it like comparing it to Call of Duty because I feel like that's kind of the easiest game to compare it to. Okay. Or CSGO, I guess. It's like, it's basically like CSGO, just like an animated version. But, and yeah, no, it's like basically the same game, but there's like abilities. So yeah. Like a five versus five, um, you like plant the bomb, plant the spike, and you defuse it. Like one team is attackers, one team is defenders, and there's like economy. So like you have to like know how to like when to buy guns and stuff like that. 
Got you. Okay, yeah. I kind of got a grasp on it there. And for anyone listening, you know, who didn't, because it's not exactly a main, super mainstream game, like, I wouldn't say. Well, yeah, in the, like, computer, like, gaming, for, like, people that are into, like, computer gaming stuff, I think it's, like, top, like, three right now, to be honest, but. Okay. I mean, I'm obviously not in that world very much. Yeah, yeah, if you're just on, like, console, it's, like, different and stuff. For sure. Uh, So you mentioned earlier you don't obviously have to get up go to a job like being a programmer that's how you make your money uh what's been what's kind of your average like day like are there certain times of the year where you're doing different things like i think of like i have this world is totally foreign to me and probably a lot of people listening don't actually know what it's like uh, are there like times in the year where you're doing like training more like an off season and then are there different times of the year where there's more tournaments or not really kind of just all all year round I mean, we're usually always practicing like all year round, but uh, the tournament we just lost in, it was kind of like the last tournament of the year if you didn't qualify. So I don't really know. I'm just going to be like practicing and playing smaller tournaments. Like there's smaller and bigger tournaments that like matter more. So, so yeah, for that part of the year, then uh, yeah, you just kind of practice and play in smaller tournaments, but you still practice like every day or every weekday almost. So we're taking like a two week break and then I'll start practicing again. So it's kind of like a year-round thing. Like you can't really stop. I mean, you can, but um, yeah, for sure. And then wait, there was like a, what was the first part of the question? Well, what's like my day like? Yeah, yeah. So I usually wake up around like eleven o'clock. You know, um, practice for us starts at like one, and it would go till like six, I think. So it's like five or six hours of practice. It changes sometimes. It's not like super strict. You just go back and forth. And then I'll either like stream or just play like the game casually after that or hang out with friends or something. But I do want to start waking up like a little earlier and then stream in the morning and then practice. And then I can just have more time to chill. So that's the whole thing. You. you mentioned that that last tournament you guys didn't qualify for like the next one. Um, yeah. that, that was the last one of the year. What's like the months that tournaments are popular you like um i think like the okay so like yeah if you qualify for that then you just play like another tournament like next month like it'll, that'll be the denmark one and then there's like a big one at the end of the year which is uh called like the champions or something like that so it's like a world like championship and they'll go somewhere and play that but otherwise the big ones are at the beginning of the year like the open ones that people can compete in like january beginning of the year is in january yeah, yeah. okay uh, what's the hardest kind of aspect of pro gaming for you? I mean, like it could be, I guess, anything in terms of obviously the skill you need or like really anything, I guess, maybe something particular in the game that's difficult for you. What would you say? Dude, it's probably like job stability, honestly. <laughs> it's like, it's scary out here, man. Like people be losing their jobs left and right. So, I mean, that's kind of the hardest part is trying to keep your job all the time. You got to like keep grinding. So I suppose, I mean, if you're not, it's kind of what same thing as athletics too. Like if you're not taking a step forward, you're taking a step backwards sort of thing because everyone else is going to be gaming, gaining on you. Yeah, it's like, but in sports, I feel like it's kind of different. Like you'll go for like a year or something and then like maybe, I mean, I don't know exactly how it works, but like maybe you play bad that year and then like you get cut or you're on the chopping block or whatever. With like esports is kind of like a monthly basis. So like it's, things could change within like months. So when you say, obviously, you don't have to go into detail on you know certain things here, but 
when you like sign a contract, are you signing like monthly contracts or like what kind of clauses in them? Uh, what's the standard sort of contract like for pro gaming? Yeah, it's like uh, usually they're like yearly or a two year, or like a three year, but I think like just one year is most common. And then it's just paid like in a monthly salary. And yeah, it's kind of it. <laughs> yeah. So you won't like you are pretty much guaranteed that year for your team. Um, but you, you mentioned other people, it kind of goes month by month. Like you're guaranteed you're locked in for a year though, right? Not really. It, so in esports, it's kind of weird. Like they can just like terminate your contract at any time or, or if they can't, well, some, some can, it's kind of weird, but, or they'll just bench you. But yeah, if you're benched, then you do get paid like your amount, but you don't get to play at all. So it kind of sucks. But so it's kind of two things. They can either just like terminate it, but I think it's like they would have to find a loophole where you like violated something in the contract like that. Or, um, yeah, you just get benched and then you just farm the paycheck on the bench. Okay. So, okay. Yeah. So you can get, you're, you're locked in for the year, but you're not exactly like locked in. Like it's not super stable, like other uh, professions or athletics yeah. would be. Uh, what all goes into kind of the like streaming and the video, video creation aspect of pro gaming. Is it a lot of work? Is it a lot harder than people would think? Uh, what, what kind of goes into that for you? Yeah, so that's something I'm trying to like do more of. I haven't really done much of that, but uh, streaming is like to to get consistent viewer base. You have to do it like every day for like a couple hours a day at least, you know, to get like to get the numbers up and stuff like that. And then it's definitely like mentally exhausting. Like you just like don't want to do it sometimes, but you kind of have to. And for like YouTube and stuff, it um. That one's definitely takes like more time, just like off stream and stuff like that. Obviously, like editing and doing stuff like that. But like, like my, my org has an editor, so if I made something, they could just edit it for me. But it's definitely Got like you. almost harder than like the pro gaming aspect sometimes. Yeah, I was gonna say, what do you think? Like long term, uh, your long term sort of goals for gaming? Do you want to become more of just a uh, work for yourself type of like streamer is that more lucrative in the in the gaming world over the long term or is it better to stay with a with a team i guess so you'd say or, or get signed by like a better team what's kind of your goals long term for this i think um so first i want to definitely like be at the like top of the pro scene like travel and stuff like that but i could work on like my streaming and stuff while i'm doing that and then yeah after like i've done like playing pro or whatever definitely like Hopefully, I have like a decent sized or a big stream by then, and YouTube and stuff like that, so I can just kind of live off that, and yeah, I'd be like my own guy. I mean, I suppose it's easier to gain a following uh, through streaming after you've already made a name for yourself on the pro oh, yeah. level. I guess that makes sense. Yeah. So one of my one of my teammates, he just got like um, it's called like just being poached. I guess like you get like so a bigger a bigger org that was like one of the best teams in the world for like the first year they bought him out from us and then i think he had like like under 100 viewers or something on his twitch stream and then as soon as they bought him out and then his first stream back he had like over a thousand or something got you so yeah the team the level of the team you're playing on i guess as you would expect uh, really matters for how many views you're getting that sort of thing streaming yeah but yeah kind of it's kind of like also all the people will kind of flock to like a few people you know so it's definitely like hard for smaller streamers but once you get going it's pretty uh pretty decent so how does a kid 
how, how good does a kid have to be to make a living gaming? And this is coming from someone who sucks at video games. Like, at what point could you be an insanely, like, funny, interesting streamer and still not get views because you're just that bad? And, and this is talking about on the, the actual streaming side of things, probably not the pro gamer because you wouldn't get signed if you're not good enough. Uh, the streaming side, I think you could be literally the worst player ever. If you're just funny and people watch you. Like, it does not matter. I'm trying to think of, like... Like, do you watch any streamers? Dude, I watched, like, two different streamers uh, for Fortnite back, like, when I was a senior in high school. A junior in high school, 2018, maybe. But other than that, I don't, I don't say ninja, really know. Bro. Don't say Ninja. <laughs> no, I didn't, I didn't watch Ninja. I um, liked the dude. I think his name was, like, it was, like, A-V-X-R-Y. Like, it looked like Avery, kind of. But it was an X in there. I don't know, honestly, who it was, really. I just thought he was kind of funny. Yeah, so did you watch them because they were, like, good or funny? Yeah. It's kind of the yeah, question. well, I guess that's true. I mean, like, I didn't – I watched, uh, you know, highlights of, like, the best dudes, like, best kills or whatever, trick shots. But if I was actually watching a streamer, it'd probably be because I thought they were funny for sure. But he was also pretty good. He wasn't, like – I mean, I think he definitely played pro, but I don't think he was, like, one of the top-notch guys by any means. Yeah. So I, I think, like, the perfect mix is people that are just, like, really funny and are good at the game, like – I'm trying to think of all the streamers like right now that get the most viewers. That's kind of all of them, besides like XQC. If you know who XQC is, Uh no, I don't. So he's like the biggest streamer on Twitch. He gets like 80k viewers every time he streams, and he's just like horrible at every game, but he's just so funny. So oh, so he's actually not. And when you say horrible, do you mean like actually bad or like bad well, by like pro, okay. pro gaming standards? So he was he actually was a pro Overwatch player, but now he just plays a bunch of different games and stuff like for entertainment. And he like he's really like not good at like just random games or maybe he's like intentionally bad, but it's like he's just funny, so everyone watches him and he's definitely the biggest streamer, so got you. What sort of advice obviously you're only twenty, like you're relatively new in this uh into the the professional aspect of it, but what advice would you give to a kid who had like actual serious dreams of becoming a programmer because obviously every kid I feel like growing up goes through a phase where like, dude, I want to do this professionally. But like someone who actually, I mean, like you, like actually found that like they want to do it. Yeah, I think so. If you were like young or like in high school, if you got like, if you're already like good and you got like time to keep grinding, like you might as well because like there's nothing to do in high school really, but like learn and have fun. So. If you got that extra time, definitely keep grinding there. And yeah, it honestly is just like a grind. You just gotta keep like believing yourself and stuff like that. Um you don't you don't really wanna just like take a break or anything like that, like a super long break, because then like yeah, people will like get past you and stuff like that. So it's literally just keep grinding, man. That's the pro gaming scene. Gotcha. Are there streamers, we were talking about the streaming side of it, that are favorites of yours just to watch, or do you I mean, I would guess you probably watch some at least, but do you not necessarily, quote-unquote, waste your time watching and you'd rather just be practicing? Or are there other streamers that you might, you've thought about that you maybe want to model your streaming style after in the future? Yeah, I'm not too much of like a stream viewer. Uh, I like other forms of content, like YouTube or something like that. But um, like, I watch like Tarek is his name and like xqc a little bit and just like a bunch of random people are like my friends and stuff are like my favorite to watch um what was the second part of that uh are there any that you kind of like model or like 
you, you said you haven't started streaming a ton yet, but yeah. is there any that you would want to model, I guess, like a streaming like style afterward? And I don't even know if that's a good question, but you think of like, you know, baseball players, they might kind of model, they might have a favorite player that they also like and kind of that's their play style that they want to play like. Is it that way for any of those streamers for you? Yeah, probably the Tarek guy in name. He's like a really like nice like guy like um but he's also like good at the game and he's funny like he's just kind of like literally everything in one and he's not like a mean person so probably him all right now hopping off kind of the gaming side which i'm sure you get asked about a ton and talk about enough uh what are some other hobbies you enjoy doing outside of that um i used to like playing baseball i don't really do that much anymore but you know maybe i'll throw the ball around with zeke every once in a while um uh basically just um like i want to get into more like camping and like fishing and stuff this year is what i want to do more of which i've kind of done in the past but not too much i really want to get like really hardcore into that and uh just hanging out with friends man kind of it pretty chillaxed uh you mentioned you played baseball as a kid and growing up what position did you always play and was baseball ever your number one interest over gaming uh yeah i grew up i played second base mostly um i was pretty um i'd say i'm pretty bad at baseball just because i was always like a skinny dude so like i never had like all that power and stuff but you know i was good at like hitting the ball and like getting fielding ground balls and stuff but i never like had the strength but it was definitely like my number one like i i didn't think of gaming until literally like like actually hardcore until valorant came out it's like 2020 but otherwise, I was going to go to college and just play baseball and hopefully get big or something. Gotcha. Um, and then you mentioned like you want to get more into camping and fishing. Why is that? I mean, what what kind of sparked your interest in that? You said you did it a bit. You've done it in the past, but is there anything in particular that has recently that's kind of made you want to get a little more into that, or or not really? Um, I just every time I do it, I just like love it. But it's not something I do too often, you know. Like I just want to get out there more and. Uh, I'm not like your like typical gamer or like typical person with the gamer, you know. Like I, I, I don't like just like to sit inside all day. I like to like go outside and do stuff and be with people and hang out and stuff too. Got you. Are you a diehard fan? Obviously, I know Zeke, and it's quite a lot of these, some of these questions stem from Zeke because I know him more, and obviously he plays baseball. And you mentioned you like baseball, but are you a diehard fan of any sports teams or players? Um. Trying to think, dude. Not gonna lie, like since this is kind of how far I've been out of the loop of baseball, I low key still like the Astros, like because this was before they cheated. But like, <laughs> but like I don't even know who to pick for anymore, so I still just say the Astros. Nice, nice. Yeah. Um. Well, I had was in a predicament because obviously after the whole Astros scandal, I mean I'm from Minnesota. I'm a Twins fan. Uh, after the whole Astros scandal, my le- literally my least favorite player in the league was Carlos Correa, <laughs> and then the Twins signed him, and I'm like, dude, of literally everyone, anyone in the league we could have signed, of course we picked that guy. I swear that happens every time. If I have like a least favorite player, then my hometown team will end up picking him up. That is very unfortunate. That is not a good thing to have. No, so now I'm like, I mean, obviously I'm a fan of him now, but I just it's it's tough. I don't want to be but just uh, like that stuff like that man yeah i gotta just i mean I, I also like the braves um i like them because way back 
they're, both their middle infielders, their second baseman's Ozzy Albies, and their shortstop's Dansby Swanson. Like those two guys are literally my two favorite players in baseball, I would say, and they play on the same team kind of by coincidence, I guess. Like I didn't necessarily – I like them for different reasons. And yeah. so, so I like the Braves, but I've just never really been able to get into like that much of like an active baseball fan in terms of watching the games. I still like just don't have the attention fan span for it, I feel like. Yeah. Unless you're like going to, obviously, that's like fun. Yeah, like in person or like watching like a college, high school. Yeah. Like if I know the guys, that's different. And then, yeah, if I'm at the actual stadium, it's a t- totally different atmosphere, like you said. Uh, or, what? Or, oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, go I was going to say man. World Series and stuff like that. I could watch too, but not like regular season games, to be honest. Those are like. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's just so like slow pace. And I think that's kind of the issue they're having with growing the league as a whole. Uh, what you mentioned, obviously you played baseball as a kid, uh, and you fished and camped a little bit. Are there any other like sports and activities that you did a lot growing up? Not necessarily that you still do now, but just growing up and then maybe you don't have any interest in doing them anymore, but that you did in the past. I played like all kinds of sports growing up, like as a kid in like elementary school and middle school. Actually, my last memory of football was, you know, like an Oklahoma drill is, I think that's what it's called. Yeah. Got two guys like lined up across from each other. Yeah, like you're all in a circle, I think. Or maybe that's a different one. I don't know. I'm thinking one where you're all in the circle and you're one guy standing in the middle and then the coach will like just yell your name and the guy from the outside runs and just hits you. I don't know if that's Oklahoma drill. When I think of Oklahoma drill, I think of like, it's like a straight line. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. I don't know. Okay. I think I'm thinking of like bull in the ring or something. I don't know. That's probably That might be it. But my last memory is just like someone's name getting yelled, bro, I turn around his helmet just goes straight into my stomach, and I do not remember playing football after that day ever again. In like fifth grade, <laughs> that's awesome, dude. One of my one of my uh, buddies. Well, t- I don't know if he's going to listen to this or not, but he would be the first one to remind you that my senior year, I went out for football again after not having done it my junior year, and I was pretty much just going to play offense. I was fast. So I was going to play wide receiver, run flies, catch touchdowns. That was the plan. Yeah, And in practice, we obviously didn't have a really big school. Uh, population's only a 1,000 in my town. So we had to have, you know, everyone had to practice, obviously, on defense, kind of both ways. So I'm doing scout squad practicing for our team in, a, in like a, one of our, I think we only got like a half hour a, a day or a half hour a week of like contact. Like it was like the amount of actual full live contact you get now in practice at football at the high school level is not very much. Yeah. Um, and this kid, he's a grade younger than me, but he plays Division two football now, and he's like 240 pounds. He, he, he's like a fullback slash tight end, but he was a running back for us. So he's a big dude, and he's pretty fast. And uh, I was at D-back, and they ran a sweep or whatever, and he was just barreling down right at me. And he, he knows that I wasn't uh, going to play defense, but I was like, I mean, obviously he's still going to go hard and get the story out of it. And he just absolutely pulverizes me dude i went straight <laughs> into the ground ran me over scored a touchdown i was like from that moment on i don't think i played more than five reps at, at defense the entire year because i was like screw that dude basketball and baseball are my thing for sure yeah dude football sucks man that, that sounds awful definitely wasn't my favorite part i think that year i had like 20 some catches and it was either a touchdown or I went out of bounds. I think I got tackled like six times the whole season, so it's pretty nice. Beast, dude, you're a beast. <laughs> I just went out of bounds. That's why. <laughs> what's your <laughs> uh, 
switching subjects again, man, what's your favorite genre of music and why? Obviously, me and Zeke, we've talked about before on here that we had like that makeshift sort of band with uh, Tyler Jock. And, and you'd, you'd always said you'd be our singer if, uh, if it came down to that and if we were able to meet up. So what, what's kind of your history in music? I think you obviously like it as well. Yeah, I got to hop in the band, bro. My um, was the men's choir president, you know? Uh, I don't know how. I was definitely a horrible singer. And the way I know that is because every time I tried out for a solo, I never got it. So, nice. I mean, I definitely got to work on it. But if you guys, like, really need someone, like, I'm down, bro. But I'm also trying to learn the guitar. So if you need, like, a eighth guitar player in your band, I got you. Well, I mean, Jockin, he says he's going to come back from San Jose to play in the band, but he also is going to be like more than a thousand miles away. So I don't know if that's going to work too well. So yeah, we might I mean, need another guitar player over at Kirkston, dude. I mean, two of us are in Colorado right now, man. So you better, you're, you should be heading over here. That's true. That's true. <laughs> okay. I'm going to wait another four months till Zeke gets back. Then, then we'll All talk. Right. talk. All right. But uh, what's your favorite genre of music? Maybe just to yeah. listen to and kind of why? Um, I listen to kind of everything, but I'd say like country music right now, but like the new country, uh, I'm not like in the old country that much. Um, yeah. yeah, like country music and rap, I guess, or just like random music, like Zeke's kind of music is kind of like random in my opinion. Yeah. Zeke's a big, like alternative guy. Yeah. yeah I'd say that your taste is pretty similar to mine then. I like new country. I like, but I also listen to anything. I mean, I, I listen to some of Zeke's stuff he sends me uh not all of it though don't don't let him get too hyped up but i also <laughs> listen to rap and pop i mean i also like i'm a big fan of like 2000s punk though uh punk rock 2000s like good charlotte uh i mean they're the one that's popping out to me right now just because I listen to them a fair amount like blink 182 i don't know yeah. i like a lot of those bands too i mean uh wait is punk rock and punk punk pop like are those two different things or my uh Honestly, they might be two different things. Technically, I probably think of them as the same. I, I'm not super positive on that. Do you uh, do you know who Swaco is or no? Nah? Swaco, I've definitely. Yeah, I, I feel like I've definitely heard of a song of his. He's got some bangers, bro. He also does Swaco. He's like that punk rock or punk pop. I don't know, man, but it sounds good. Yeah, gosh, I'm trying to think of the the song by him. Is he like he's more current right now, right? Yeah, there's um like he made the song called like Fast that was on TikTok. It's like Fast four hundred on the dash, something like that. <laughs> I don't know. And then I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. He makes a lot of, like a lot of songs like that. I don't know if he's like too like mainstream. I just know like he was on like pretty popular on TikTok and stuff. Gotcha. Well, TikTok. I mean, that's half the battle in getting famous now when it comes to music. Yeah. You just get one hit wonders like there and like that on crazy. Yeah, yeah. TikTok is the wave. All right, now we're going to switch gears a little bit. We're going to get into some some crazier thinking, all right? So get your thinking cap on, man. All right, it's on. Do you believe in any mainstream conspiracy theories? If not, which would you say is the most likely to have happened? Um, I don't think so. Maybe, like, I don't know, are, are aliens still a conspiracy theory or... I got. I mean, yeah, you could throw that one in there. Yeah, it's not nothing's proven really on that at all. So, <laughs> uh, but maybe like UFOs are more of a conspiracy theory than aliens. Yeah, that's probably. I would say like the fact that like they've yeah been on UFOs in Earth's atmosphere sort of thing. That'd be more of a conspiracy. 
I would say like aliens and UFOs have to be real, man. Like there's no way. Like if I'm an alien and I'm just like flying around in my, uh, I don't know, yeah, my my UFO, I uh, I would definitely be visiting some planets. And then when I when I see everyone freaking out, I'd probably fly away. So yeah, it's just crazy to think. I feel like just humans have a difficult time with the concept of a civilization out there that would just be that much more advanced than us that we than us that we just really wouldn't have any way of i mean if they don't want basically if they don't want to talk to us or if they don't want to be known that they're out there then we're just not going to know because they're that far ahead i think that's what people get the most nervous about when it comes to that yeah we're still in the stone age man like you really think about it like think about i mean like 1800 like or like even just from like when like 16 whatever what what did christopher columbus come 1492 1492 like when like the indians were here and stuff bro it's only been like 500 years like we have not done like anything yeah like when you look at it from a if you look at it from just like our our picture we've done a ton but if you look at it from like possibilities all of time all of the whole universe yeah like this if you have a civilization i mean if yeah, when you're looking at the grand scheme of time, if you have a civilization that, you know, kind of got got to where we're at just like a couple hundred years before, like think of how much further ahead we're going to be in a couple hundred years, like or then say a couple thousand, like it could be insane yeah. the amount of time that's passed. Yeah, I think um, that'd be sick though if we could just find a planet, you know, there's other people out or something. That'd be that'd be pretty neat. Yeah, I think the uh, I think the hope of finding aliens on Mars. It's probably gone now, but we'll see if yeah. we're able to colonize it like my boy Elon thinks. <laughs> well, thanks. Isn't he like basically already doing it? I mean, he, yeah. Well, well, yeah. I mean, he is working on it. It's just kind of a matter of it's going to take some time, I think, before it actually, there's actually a civilization there, I guess. I think uh, people are lying or like the media. I don't know. I, I, I feel like I heard it was like 2022. We're going to be colonizing Mars like two years ago, but. I feel we like are. every single time I hear it, it's like, oh, we're just like two years away. <laughs> yeah, that's literally exactly it. Everyone's like, yeah, they were like two years out. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy, man. Uh, so I guess here, looking a little more on Earth versus outside of the planet, what are your thoughts on the metaverse and the potential merger of humans with technology and AI? There's got to be a lot in the gaming world that has to kind of do with this, isn't there? Well... I really have no idea. Like, I know what the metaverse is, but I have not looked into it because it is not intriguing. So, I don't know. Could you, could you like, explain a little bit of what it is, kind of? Like, I kind of know what it is. Well, I mean... A reality thing. Yeah, it's sort of like, you know, a virtual world that eventually people want to make that you can have, I guess, like, jobs in the metaverse that are actually going to earn you real-life money. And then, in terms of the money that you're going to earn would be, like, cryptocurrencies like uh the unregulated currencies i guess not the u.s dollar yeah. that then they can basically it's almost like you can kind of think of it like building a civilization on mars you're building a civilization just within the computer because i don't exact and i don't know exactly how it's going to work like you're yeah. you're still going to have to have a physical body right but i think way down the road they're looking at like you know literally merging with technology and like with ai and being literally like in the metaverse like I, it's still wild to me too but i wasn't sure if there was any big like i mean aspects of the metaverse with that are involved with gaming as well that are any kind of changing the way any of the games are played or like new new games i guess coming out i don't i don't know it's just kind of a thought yeah not that i know of right now i mean 
I did see some guy on TikTok working at Subway, I think, in the metaverse or something for like 14 cents an hour. So that's pretty cool. Dang, he's making bread. But, <laughs> but I, I don't know. I'm not I'm not chill with um I kinda like living in my own body. Like I don't like that does not sound like fun living in the metaverse. Sounds pretty lame, but that's just my opinion, I guess. How big of an impact do you think video games and science fiction have on the future inventions and creations that humans make? So like we talked about in a couple other podcasts and me and my buddy Ruben talk about this a lot. There's the concept of like, does life imitate art in the fact that, you know, we create things based on the art that we've already created or kind of does art imitate the life and that we create the art based on kind of what we've already seen. And I think mostly we've come to a conclusion that it kind of works in a circle. I mean, that's kind of how you would expect. Um, But do you think that video games and science fiction have an extreme impact on like future inventions? You think of some of the stuff that just that we've created in the past or a guy like Elon Musk, like sci-fi has to have an effect on them, wouldn't you say? Nice, dude. So like the cloud and stuff? Yeah, yeah. For people that (laughs) there was like a random disconnection. So we were just talking about, yeah, the cloud and how it's tough for humans to comprehend like things once they are non-tangible and not not physical you know yeah yeah i think i was thinking of just like um what what i was trying to think of was like on your like computer or like phone or something like when you save something like like where does that go dude like that like where does it actually go yeah it's just yeah it's like i said it's just wild because like everyone you think of like okay the concept of wires like first you have to think of like you're transmitting the electricity and the data through a wire okay well i can like at least kind of picture that <laughs> yeah like i just picture I'm numbers like it. flying through a wire <laughs> yeah but then you get to the fact of like your phone i literally am picking up my phone and looking at it and making sure right now that it's not connected to anything so like yeah it's just it's wild man what do you what do you think the future of humanity consists of do you think it consists of extinction do you think it consists of us colonizing mars merging with ai i mean there's tons of possibilities right now really what what's your opinion on what the future holds um i think like it'll be kind of like all those things honestly like we'll probably like kind of have ai and things like that that we mixed into and then that will probably also lead to part of our extinction and then we'll be on Mars, man. Like, I think, I think all of those things will happen pretty soon. Okay, not the extinction part, but like, it's. I feel like AI might have like a play in that, or Mars, or stuff like that. Yeah, I think, and then you know that doesn't even count the the more fundamental things like an asteroid just straight up hitting the Earth. Yeah, which, you know, that like, that's why Elon. That's why Elon wants to get to Mars so bad. I mean, in reality, that's what it is. Why don't all the countries just come together and make one giant, like, ray gun that just blows up anything that comes near us? I can't why is that no hard, one doing right? that? Why is no one doing that? Yeah. You talk, Cause, talk about the real issues. Obviously, they're not as smart as you and I. That's probably why I don't think, yeah. I mean, that's, like, the most logical, like, we're worried about, like, climate change. Like, no, I'm worried about, like, an asteroid just flying at us. At a, at a million miles an hour. Yeah, yeah that thing it, wouldn't be good. If it could happen to the dino, 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 <laughs> dinosaurs, man, it could happen to us too. Uh, final, final sort of question here. What does it mean to you to live a good life? And also, do you think everyone's life has a specific purpose? Is there a, 
a purpose kind of for humanity as a whole? What are your, I know it's deep, but if it takes some time to think, what kind of your, your thoughts on that? It's kind of how I close all my, all my episodes. Yeah. Um, I think, okay. I think living, um, like the idea of living a good life is like kind of like easy to think about, but it's hard to do. Cause like a good life, I feel like, you spend a lot of time with family, friends, but you're also successful in your career. And you, I like to make just other people like happy, you know, make people laugh. So that's my goal. That's like one of the things I think it's, I think everyone's kind of definition is like family, friends, and then like have a good career. And then everyone kind of has their own personal thing. Like I just like to make people happy. I like to entertain people and things like that. Um, so that's kind of mine. Um, does that have meaning? Is that the other part? Yeah, the, the other part was just kind of does everyone's life have a specific purpose, do you think? Like, uh, I think so, honestly. I, I feel like things just happen to people and then like something crazy happens and it just like fits their life perfectly. Like, um, I'm going to say a white girl like Instagram quote, if you don't mind. It's like, um, I think it's like trust the timing of your life or something. But like, I kind of believe in that. Because, like, for me, at least the gaming came around right when COVID hit. Like, I didn't know what I was going to do, and it worked out perfect, perfectly. And yeah, I do believe in that that white girl Instagram quote. I like that. It's, it's, a, it's a good way to summarize and fi- finish up this episode. I like that a lot. Um, so, I mean, give yourself a shout out. You probably have a bigger following now than this podcast does, but where can people follow you or any, any anything like that as far as the your gaming side goes? Yeah, I didn't say my gaming name, dude. It's... uh. It's pancakes, so like pancakes, but with an I makes it pain. It's like pancakes Val on like Twitter and stuff like that. But yeah, I definitely got to shout out the pod too. All right, yeah. Ho- hopefully, hopefully this uh, we'll, we'll both of us will just blow up when it comes to when it comes to these. I don't know this if mine's really a career. The century. This might like this might go crazy on like TikTok and stuff. Dude, this might be what sparks just a whole <laughs> new revolution. People are gonna forget about anything other than your gaming and my podcast and that's yeah, how it dude. should be great collab all right man well it's good talking to you um hopefully we'll have you on again later you'll be blown up streaming on your own playing for the top team in the world down the road yeah. the goal. I, I did uh listen to one of your other podcasts i heard that the the top 10 are gonna have one big podcast at 100 yeah I, we were <laughs> talking about that thing. all right all right i think it, we'd have to figure out a little bit of lo- the logistics on that so we're not just talking over each other the entire time but Definitely something like that's going to happen for sure. Sick. Sick. All right, dude. Uh, it's good having you on. Uh, Jake Hass.